Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 346, and welcome to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. This summer is getting a little bit old. Uh, it's not too bad today, uh, tonight. It's not too bad. Uh, but this week, this week, there was a morning that was like, what, two days ago, maybe? Wednesday, Tuesday? Uh, it was 73 degrees in the morning. And I came out this, and I was like, oh my gosh. And I sat out here. I watched the birds. Uh, one of the neighbors went by and said, isn't this amazing? They're the neighbors I see kind of every day. They go for a walk every morning. And I was like, I know, it's amazing. It's unbelievable. She was like, good to see you out here. And so it just felt like, oh, I've missed it being out here so much. So it was kind of awesome just to be able to feel like that would be a regular routine again. And then, oh man, the next morning was like 83. I'm like, oh gosh, not there yet. So uh, summer in Phoenix has got to be like winter in the Midwest. It's just like, you just can't wait for it to get over. But when it just breaks a little bit, gives you a little relief, like tonight's not awful. Like I'm still a little sweaty, but not too sweaty. And when it gives you just a little relief, you're like, okay, we're, we're getting there. We're close. We're close. So, um, Hey, look, I hope you're doing really good wherever you are. I hope you're having uh, an amazing day or night or afternoon. Um, I really do appreciate there's a bunch of you that continue to tune in and listen. We've been doing this podcast now. I think I'm going on four years of doing this podcast, which is pretty cool. Um, pretty cool that there's been a bunch of you that have been listening from the very beginning. And, you know, at the end of the day, like we've walked through 346 passages of scripture, which is kind of awesome. And uh, you've all been patient with me as I kind of process through um, how these passages are impacting me. Hopefully it's been helpful for you. But I, I want to say a special thank you. You know, September is when we launched um, uh, four years ago. And uh, there's been a bunch of you who have been there from the beginning, but there's also been a bunch of you who have been giving, you know, almost from the beginning. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much. You know, the support, uh, the care, I really, really, it's meant a lot to me. It's helped me keep going. And so uh, just a special, special thank you to those of you who continue to support this podcast and help it moving forward. I'd love if there's others of you that want to join in on that, uh, frontporchconfessional.com. There's a little button that says partner. You can click there. But um, huge thanks uh, to all of you who continue to give to make this happen um, week in and week out. And now we've got, I mean, we're hitting... We've had a lot of different countries now that are listening in. And I mean, for me, one of the cool things, I've got former students who are in youth ministry and people that were other churches that I was a pastor at that have been tuning in and they'll hit me up every once in a while. So just super cool. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for all your support. It means a lot. So, okay. Our passage for today, exec, uh, Exodus, <laughs> I almost said executive. Oh my gosh. Uh, Exodus fourteen thirteen, And it says this. And Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. Read again, Exodus 14, 13. And Moses said to the people, fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians uh, whom you see today, you shall never see again. <clears throat> Man, this passage, I, I can't wait to talk about this passage. Uh, it's, it rocked me this week. Um, 
but it reminded me a little bit of starting restarting Phoenix One. I've talked this story a little bit, but I think it's important to kind of bring it back up. But like, I remember, like in 2020, the idea of like starting Phoenix One back up. Uh, but what that meant was we had to leave California. We had lead to had led left a church that we really loved and and friends that we loved there and. You know, just the idea of of doing that. And um, so, you know, started down that road. And I knew once I started heading down that road, I met with our board. We created some new bylaws and and I was off to the races. I had to let our our church know that this is what I was going to do, that I'd be leaving. And uh, but we didn't have a home. (laughs) We didn't have a home. I didn't really at that point have any donors. It was just like, I feel like this is what we're supposed to do. And I remember this overwhelming feeling of like, I'm in the middle right now. I can't go backwards. You know, I could, but I don't think that's what God wants me to do. I want to go forwards, but going forward is kind of terrifying because there seems like there's all these obstacles in the way. And I'm like, I don't even know how we're going to do this. Like I'm see, I, I don't, how is this going to happen? And I'm not even exactly sure what I'm supposed to do to restart this nonprofit. I just know I want to help people. I real feel I feel like God's like, go do this. And so it just was this really overwhelming feeling of being in the middle. And so it got me thinking, one, this passage is so important because it really talks about what it means to be in the middle. What's happened to this point is that Israel, you know, has been in captivity. Uh, by the Egyptians, you know, Moses has done the whole let my people go, the plagues. And finally, Pharaoh's let them go. They've been traveling in the desert. Um, There's been a cloud by day, a fire by night. The presence of God is with them. And then all of a sudden, the scene breaks in where where Pharaoh is like, whoa, 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 what do we do? And he starts running after the people. We're going to go get them and bring them back. We've made a terrible mistake. So where you have the Egyptians at this point in the story is in front of them is the Red Sea. And it says in the scriptures that the Lord brought them there. And I think that's really important. The Lord brought them there. And then what's behind them is their oppressors. Or, you know, in many ways, is this place of that they've been used to or comfortable. Even though it's not been a good situation, at least they kind of know it. It's what's familiar. But they're in the middle. And they're kind of freaking out in the middle. They're like, what do we do? So Moses gets these words from the Lord. And I just thought, like, I know There are so many of you listening to the podcast right now, listening to this right now, who are like, I feel that. I feel like I'm in the middle. I feel like I want to move forward in something. I feel like I don't want to go back, but that's an option. And I feel stuck. And I don't know what to do. And I keep asking God for answers. And it doesn't seem like necessarily like he's answering me or offering me anything clear. The path forward looks terrifying. The path behind me looks terrifying. And I'm just kind of stuck. I'm just kind of stuck. And this is, as I was reading this passage, I was like, oh my gosh. I had always moved past this passage. And I think I did a podcast on this particular, the next verse on verse 14, which has this whole idea of, he says, um, you, uh, uh, you need to be, you know, you, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still, you know, or you only need to be silent. 
You know, the Lord's going to fight you. That's verse 14, Exodus 14, 14. And I had never spent much time thinking about verse 13. And verse 13 lays out something so beautiful. What do you do when you're in the middle? When you're not sure where to, how to move forward, all the obstacles before you seem like impossible, but yet you kind of have this vision of like a promised land or something to get after. Behind you feels comfortable, but it also means it's kind of this oppressive thing that you feel like you're kind of moving away from. Maybe you're getting healthier, whole, and you're just kind of stuck. Like, what do you do? And here's the word that the Lord gives to Moses. Tell the people, right? Fear not. Fear not. And then stand firm. Stand firm. And then lastly, see the salvation of of the Lord. See the salvation of the Lord. And I thought, wow, I love these kind of sequential ways in which scripture lays things out. I think they're really important. So a part of what I do naturally is I kind of work through the passage and oftentimes you can work it through it backwards and, and, and it's helpful too. It helps you see the path forward. So as I started working through this passage, I thought for so many of us, we can't see the salvation of the Lord. We can't see it. We can't see the plan. We can't see this work. We, we maybe have some faith that it's there, but we can't really see it. And as a result of not seeing it, what we end up doing is we kind of freak out. We start getting really anxious. We get really worried. We're moving all over the place. We're making all our own decisions and, and stuff's not working out. And we're trying so hard and we're anxious out of our mind or stressed out of our mind and freaking out. And then what really happens as a result of that, we become terrified. We become absolutely terrified. And a lot of times we become paralyzed. And what happens in that, we start to think about compromise. We think about compromising feelings. And here's what's happening with the Israelites. They're like, why don't we just go back? You know, just go back. This seems like an impossible situation that we're in. We just need to go back. Even the Lord's called them forward. But this feeling in the middle was like way too much for them. But the Lord was trying to teach them something. I want you to know something. The Lord is trying to teach you something in the middle. It's so important. But it starts here. You need to fear not. 365 times it says fear not in scripture. There's one for every single day of the year. And I love that. I think that's interesting. It's almost like we need to wake up with this fear not. Fear God and God alone. But don't fear anything else. Fear not. It starts there. And I, I find with so many people that fear is this very oppressive thing in their lives. And it's causing them to, to compromise. And what's happening with the, with, the, with the Israelites is they're afraid. They're afraid what's behind them. They're afraid what's before them. And they're kind of tossing the dice and saying, which one's a little easier, <laughs> right? So they think about going back to Egypt. Well, at least there we'll know kind of what to do, even though it's oppressive. And it's not God's plan. And I find that with so many believers. They're willing to compromise to go back to comfort because the way forward is far too scary. So what Moses says to the people is fear not. A million people, he's like, fear not. Start there. Fear not and fear God. Next is this. In the process of fearing not, stand firm. 
right? Don't worry that there's these armies behind you. And don't worry that the Red Sea's in front of you. Stand firm in who you know God to be. He's delivered you out of Egypt. And he will deliver you into the promised land. But you can't fear. And you need to stand firm. And I think for so many of us, we're all squirrely. And it's what leads to all this anxiety and all this uh, fear that a lot of us have. And it's why we can't, we're incapable of making decisions. Uh, which leads to this next thing. Once we stand, we, once we fear not and we stand firm, what happens is we are able to see. We are able to see the salvation of the Lord. This is an anticipatory statement. This is, I believe you're going to do something. I see you're doing something. I see that you're in charge of the Red Sea. I see that you're in charge of my safety. I see that you're in charge of my life, my breath, my every move. You wake me up and you lay me down every single day. You are in charge of the sun that rises and the, and the sun that sets. You are in charge of all of that. And so I can see that you are doing something. Isaiah says it like this. See, I am doing a new thing. And then he says this. Can you not perceive it? The problem is, man, can you see what the Lord is doing? Can you see on the other side of that Red Sea, on the other side of that obstacle, uh, uh, that obstacle that's kind of standing in the way of what you believe God's inviting you into. And what happens as you fear not and find your security in the Lord, you're able to stand firm. And this is what gives you the optics for the salvation of the Lord. It, what's, it's what gives you the faith. And what I love about this passage is it's a really great, it gives great guidelines to what do you do when you're in the middle and I actually think it's a great, great advice. Even if you're not in the middle, in any form of your life, fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord. Because the problem with the Israelites is our problem. It's what they focus on. And what you focus on, you will follow. If you follow the Lord, the Red Sea is just just an opportunity for the miraculous work of the Lord. If you go backwards and compromise, you're missing out. You're, you're focusing on comfort. You're focusing in on a normal. And you've not been called to be normal in this world. You've been called to be aliens, different. And what we see in the person of Jesus is that he wasn't afraid and that he stood firm and he saw the salvation of what the Lord was doing. May we live in light of his example and move forward. So the question is this, where are you currently focusing your attention? Where are you focusing your attention? Are you focusing it on the plans of the Lord? Or are you focusing it on the difficulty? Heavenly Father, we need your help. We need your help. Lead and guide us. Help us to fear not, to stand firm, and to see your salvation. So... Take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.